My name is Blake Huffine, and I'm the pastor here at the Movement Church. Welcome to our podcast. I hope this message inspires you. hope it grows you closer to Jesus Christ. So let's jump right in and receive the message. So we're going to start out, in today's message, I'm going to talk about receiving the rain. Receiving the rain. And many of you might be thinking, well, Blake, I don't want any more rain, okay? It's ruining my summer plans. I'm not able to go swimming. I can't go fishing. But I'm not talking about the weather rain, okay? At least in this sense. I'm going to draw it in more and elevate us to a more spiritual outlook than the physical, than the earthly rain. So if you'll go to Hebrews chapter 6, I'm going to read verses 7 and 8 to start us out. Um, and then we're going to kind of dive in and see what God can speak through this. So starting in verse 7, it says, For ground that drinks the rain, which often falls on it, and brings forth vegetation useful to those for whose sake it is also tilled, receives a blessing from God. But if it yields thorns and thistles, it is worthless and close to being cursed, and it ends up being burned. Okay. So we have that. Let's just hold on to that for just a second. And I want to create another image for you before we dive in. So I know you know what this is, right? Um, this coffee cup, I want you to think back to at some point in time, this coffee cup was just an idea. It was an invention to be. Um, it was something that somebody had thought of, right? And maybe they uh, drew it up, explained it to somebody else, and you know that person, that the first person to even think of the idea said, wow, that would be really useful. That has so much potential. So maybe they went forth, forth uh, just maybe they made a mold or put the clay on the potter's wheel, right, and started molding and started making and pressing and, and creating it into something. And someone saw it and said, wow, that has so much potential. That could be so useful. And even furthermore, to the point that it was actually created and they had it in their hands complete. And still yet they said, wow, that could be so useful. This has so much potential. So you may be wondering, well, Blake, how are you going to draw that in about the believer? You've talked about a ground that's getting rained on um, and then you're talking about a coffee cup being created. How are you going to draw that in about the believer? Well, let's start with this cup. See, we are made for a reason. We are made with a job to do. But if this cup is only used as a paperweight and not as something to contain liquid, then it just, it, it, it's, it's lacking, right? It's lacking of the full potential that it was created to have. And just like the field, it's the ground that is receiving the rain. It is drinking the rain. But what is it bringing forth? What is it bringing out? Is it bringing out vegetation useful? Or is it bringing out thorns and thistles that are worthless? I think you can see where I'm going with this. <clears throat> God provides the rain in our lives. God provides the usefulness of us. But what are we doing with it? In this way, we are the ground 
that is bringing forth either vegetation or thorns and thistles. What are we doing with the thing that God is giving us? What are we doing with the rain? That's what the rain is. It is the things that God is giving you. Your spiritual gifts, your knowledge, your financials, whatever it is that God is bringing into your life. Maybe it's people you know, I don't know. But it's things that God is giving you. And then it's what you're doing with those things. Are you bringing bringing things that are useful to others? Are you serving others with what you have that God has given you? Or are you making thorns and thistles? Are you blowing it? Are you blowing your money on useful on useless things? Or, or maybe, maybe you're just swallowing that spiritual gift and, and trying to hinder it and not, not let it come forth. What is it in your life and what are you doing with it? I was talking about this cup and, and in its whole growth track, it was having potential, you know, having potential. The believer has potential. But I tell you that I don't want to have potential as a believer. I heard that all my life growing up. He has so much potential. You know, from kindergarten on, he can do that. He has so much potential. That boy has so much potential. But I tell you right now, at 23 years old, I don't want potential. I want progress, right? I want to have progress in where I'm at in life. I want to have progress in my relationship with Jesus. I don't want to be I don't want to have potential in my relationship with Jesus. I don't want to have places that I'm lacking with Jesus. Now, obviously, you can't have a, per, a perfect life. You can't be a perfect Christian. That, that, I mean, that makes no sense. They counter each other out. But as a believer, I don't want to have so much potential that someone can look at me and say that. I want to have so much progress that I'm growing in my learnings with Christ. At the end of Hebrews 5... Uh, starting in verse 13, it says that for everyone who partakes only of milk is not accustomed to the word of righteousness. Let me read that again. For everyone who partakes only of milk is not accustomed to the word of righteousness, for he is an infant, but solid food is for the mature, who because of practice, because of what? For the mature, because of what? Because of practice have their senses trained to discern good and evil. Let's carry on a little bit. Chapter 6, Therefore, so this is a following, Therefore, leaving the elementary teaching about the Christ, let us press on to maturity, not laying again a foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God, of instruction about washings and laying on of hands, and the resurrection of the dead and eternal judgment, and this we will do if God permits. So this is wrapping our mind around the elementary teaching of the simple things that the church is arguing about today, right? What method, what way should we be baptized? Is the Holy Spirit still there? Can you still be filled with the Holy Spirit? Uh, are spiritual gifts still available today, right? Should we really be serving for the kingdom of God? This is all elementary teachings. Eternal judgment. Well, God's not really going to condemn those who don't come to a relationship with Him. Those who don't really believe in Jesus, it's okay because they were a good person. Wrong. Wrong. Eternal judgment. There will be an eternal, there will be an end judgment on the world. The Bible says that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. There's no one who does good. Jesus said no one does good but God. None of us are good. You know, when you go to work, when you work at your job or whatever it may be, 
there's a thing called wages, right? You know, whenever you, you work for eight hours or whatever, and then you get your wages. You get what you've earned. The Bible says that the wages of sin is death. Our wages for what we've done is death. Of what We are all sinful. But the free gift of God is eternal life through our Lord Jesus Christ. So we have to be willing to depart from these. We have got to stop being so content with these elementary teachings. Go to the Spirit. Go to your secret place. Pray to God for the revelation. If you truly don't understand this, many of us have been believers for a long time, and still yet we just are stuck in this elementary teaching. Lay your life down. Lay, offer yourself as a living sacrifice for God to show you the truth. And, and you're going to have to soften your heart. Let God soften your heart to receive what is true. You're going to have to bury that spirit of religion that you've been raised in with the church that has hindered the, uh, the idea of the supernatural realm that exists. They teach that the devil's behind everything, which is true to a point. But if you're going to teach that the devil's behind things, but you're also going to, have to, you're going to try and hinder things and counsel uh, spiritualities in your, in your life, you can't counsel wicked things out of you. Okay, you can't counsel the lack of knowledge. You've got to strive forward to learn through the Spirit. Everything I have, everything I've learned is from the Holy Spirit. I'm no superior than anybody else. I'm a bag of trash without the Holy Spirit. I'm worthless without what God has done for me and what, who God has made me. Right? I have earned the death penalty, eternity in hell. But because God loves me, but because of my repentance... God has had mercy on me, and He has mercy on all who come to repentance to Him. But don't be worthless. Don't be full of thorns and thistles in your life. When God is bringing forth rain into your life, when He's bringing things into you and He's providing you with things, your ground, your body is absorbing these things God has given you. But what are you doing with it? Are you a paperweight cup? Or are you letting God fill you with rivers of living water, right? What are you doing with, God, with what God has given you? What are you doing with the rain that God has brought into your life? And you might say, well, Blake, I don't think God's given me any rain. I don't think God's really given me anything. Remember one story from the Bible. The woman approached Jesus and she had nothing but a, she had an alabaster jar. She broke it and she began to wash his feet with her tears and she used her hair. God doesn't want an amount of something. He just wants all that you have. He just wants all that you have. So I'm asking you now to receive the rain as what it is, as something to give back and to use for God. I can't tell you what the rain is in your life, but I can tell you what to do with it. Sow it back for the kingdom of God. I'm not talking about finances. Maybe God is speaking to you through finances, but what I'm talking about is whatever it is, whatever skill, whatever it is that you have, use it for the glory of God. What, this is what you were created to be. Don't be a Christian with potential. Strive for righteousness. Strive for the mature teachings. So I want to close with a prayer, and then I'm going to send you out and I hope that with this message, you'll understand 
that there's so much more to being a Christian. There's so much more to being a Christ follower than just filling a pew every Sunday. You need to be going out in your life demonstrating what it means to be a Christian. Paul said that we are ambassadors of Christ. And I've mentioned this several times. An ambassador is someone who represents another kingdom where he's at. And so if we are ambassadors of Christ, we are called to walk and bring the kingdom of God with us. We are to represent one who is from heaven, filled with the Holy Spirit. You can be filled with the Holy Spirit. You might say, well, I'm a believer. Have you been filled with the Holy Spirit? Okay, there's, there's two separate things. I was a believer for a while. I mean, I was a believer for years, not a true follower of Christ. But after I was born again, months later, I received the Holy Spirit in a different way. When I, became, when I was born again, I was being led by the Spirit, but I hadn't been filled with the Spirit. So I want to pray for you as we close. And I, I, I honestly, I want to pray for you to receive the Holy Spirit. If this is something you've never received, if you've never been filled with the Holy Spirit, this is a point where you have to give everything. You have to renounce the things of your life. Okay, this is a moment where you just say, whatever I have, I don't want it for my own gain anymore. I want to give it over and let the Lord use it. Maybe He takes it from me or maybe He uses it still in my life. Whatever it may be, you have to be willing to lay everything down. Jesus said it's easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than it is for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. What do you think that means? What do you think that means? One who has much has got to be willing to let go. So I don't know what it is. Maybe it's a sin in your life you're holding on to. Maybe it's a, 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 an attachment to material things in your life. I don't know what it is. But I'm going to pray for you. And I believe that God's going to set some people free. I believe that God is going to pour His Spirit out on some people. We are in a time that God is ready to anoint and He is ready to outpour His Spirit. So I'm going to pray for you. And I'm believing that God is going to fill you and that God is going to use you with this revelation of the rain in your life. So let's pray. Father, I want to thank you for this ministry. I thank you for the church, and I thank you for the viewers. The viewers that are not believers, the viewers who have not stepped into the kingdom mindset. So in the name of Jesus, I want to pray over the viewers that they will receive a kingdom mindset, that they will receive the revelation of the usefulness that their reign has in their life that you've given them, the, the, the gifts, whatever it may be, Lord, spiritual gifts, whatever it may be. I pray that you would reveal those things to them, Lord, and that you would put them to work. The harvest is ready, but the workers are few. So, Father, we pray in the name of Jesus that you would give us the revelation of us as workers and give us the assignment. I want to take a moment and pray that, that you would pour your Holy Spirit out on them in the name of Jesus, those who have their hands lifted up, those that have raised their hand and said, God, I want the anointing. Those that have raised their hand and said, God, I want the feeling of the Holy Ghost right now. I want the fullness. I want to experience you, Lord. Those who have raised their hands and said, Lord, this is me. I've denied myself. I've denied everything. I don't care who I, how I look in front of other people. The people who are doing that, Father, I pray in the name of Jesus for a pouring and a filling of the Holy Spirit in their lives. And we give you all the praise and all the glory, Lord, for everything you're doing in our lives. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. I want to thank you guys again for watching. Be sure to click share on this message and I'll see you again next week. Thank you.